So, I just had a conversation um, with my wife that I so did not want to have because of fear. And I had, I had all these reasons in my mind of, ah, this is why I shouldn't bring this up. But I just wanted to be aware of what the flesh was saying and just say, forget you, flesh. I'm, I'm having this uncomfortable conversation. Um, it was a confession. And um, it had to do with um, thoughts that needed to be confessed to my guy group, right? But the, but the whole point of this is this is what spiritual warfare looks like. It's quiet, it's subtle, and it's back and forth in my mind of, uh, should I really bring this up now? I like, I don't want to open up any wounds, and uh, uh, I already told my guy friends, and so if I confess this to my guys, then I don't need to have this conversation with my wife, and that's spiritual warfare. And we get sucked into it. I'm sorry, I said we. I get sucked into it when I bow down to what my flesh is saying, which is my flesh is always saying, ah, you don't need to go there, man. And, and then, and then the Lord says, I, why not? I've, I freed you. <laughs> I have actually freed you up to have this conversation. And once you make this confession, then you will, you will so need me that you will understand what it means to need the Savior. But I try to be my own Savior by trying to maintain quote-unquote peace in the house. Right? So, I, I wanted to catch this as it just happened and then and to just encourage, especially all you guys listening. Like, if you're afraid of making a confession to your wife because you're afraid of her reaction, you're getting sucked into the spiritual battle. And so... There's three guys in my inner, inner circle that will know everything about me. I vetted this through them. So I sent this code, and it's not really a code, right? But I sent them code. We have, we have this, we have a code that we send each other when, we're need, when we need prayer for specific issues. So I sent them a code today in text, and bam, right off the bat, Nicholas hitting me back with, with truth. And I'll just read it. I'll read the truth. That he, this is to tell you what kind of solid community I'm in. It's a little bit brag and be prideful of my of the community God has placed me in. Um, I give the code, and then my buddies hit me back immediately with this. Um, my son, keep my words and my treasures stored up, treasures up in my commandments with you. I'll say that again. My son, keep my words and treasure up my commandments with you. Keep my commandments and and live. Keep my teaching as the apple of your eye. Bind them on your fingers. Write them on the tablet of your heart. And then he says, Holy Father in heaven, I'm sorry for some of my thoughts lately that have been unworthy of any of my mind. For my mind belongs to your holiness. I want to know your grace and I need your love. Forgive me, Lord, for fault for failing to remi- remain focused on the honorable things. Enable me to continue to turn more and more of my inner self to the holy kingdom of my God, my Lord, 
the only triune king, amen. And then he keeps going. And I think this is all off the top of his head because he doesn't give any Bible references or any, any, he doesn't cite it. He says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. True honor, just pure, lovely, commendable, excellence, praise. Um, yeah, he for sure just wrote this because, you know, true, honorable, just, pure, those were all, all caps. So he wasn't cutting and pasting this thing. And I said, I am truly, I, no, I said, I am so grateful for all caps, this community. And he says, you can text that again. And so I cut and pasted it. I am truly grateful this, for this community. And he said, LOL, no, seriously, or no, really, LOL. Gotta understand that. 21st century texting nuances, idioms, anyways. You guys, men, married men who, who fall into the flesh frequently, first of all, this stuff has to be confessed to the group of men that God has placed you in. If, if, if you can't name the guys right off the bat, guys that are in your life, loving you, fully knowing you, and then loving you, and speaking truth into your life, you're missing out. You're totally missing out on what what community God has waiting for you. And if, you're, if your excuse is, well, I just can't seem to find any guys. Um, community is not something you stumble upon. Community is something that you pursue. It's like joining a good team. Um, if, you, if you're desperate enough... If, if your sport is soccer or, or surfing or, or wrestling or tennis or whatever, and you, you're going to pursue a club, you're going to join it whether, whether or not to get your fix, but you will pursue, right? If it's jujitsu or if it's, you're going to find a dojo that suits um, what, you, what you're looking for. And if it doesn't, it'll just have to do because it's the only one around. You know what I mean? So you, you will join it. But if it's a sport that you love, you're not going to just say, well, forget it. I'm not going to play this sport ever again as long as I live here. No, you're going to pursue it. It's the same thing with community. Having your eyes open, seeing who lives next to you, seeing who you work with, seeing who just always happens to be there for you. And then asking God to take that relationship that's already there to another level and not being satisfied with status quo not being satisfied with just small talk but but going deep so could i have gotten to the point where i'm where i'm embarrassed and and fearful but pushing through the fear with a conversation with my wife could i have done that without these guys uh probably not because god got me there through these guys speaking truth to me and encouraging me and, and keeping me accountable because whenever God loves me, guess what? He always does it through people. And whenever he speaks deep truth in the midst of my deepest struggles, he's been doing it through these three guys. So went out to lunch with Andy today and we, we just we just did soul check. I mean, this is this is how community should be. It's getting together for lunch and saying, So how's your heart, bro? He's, and then I shared and then he goes, so how's your heart? So I confess something and he goes, oh my gosh, man, the same thing. 
And then he later on, this is true fellowship, right? He 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 says, This is one area that that's that I'm struggling with. And I said, dude, I am so glad you brought that up because I wanted to bring that up, but I didn't. And the fact that you brought it up now, you freed me up to bring it up. So now we could come together in, in this similar need of a savior area. And so now we, there's another area of accountability that I'm going to have because my brother here was so courageous. He decided to breach the topic. And then I just met him where he was at. I said, dude, right, right on. I'm there with you. And so we dialed in the other guys and said, hey, this is how you can be praying for both of us. And uh, the other guys have yet to back to respond. But once they do, it'll be good. They either can relate to that area or they don't. And they, they might, they might not. But, but it's it's all good. And for the ladies, um, I guess the same thing goes. I mean, if you're not surrounded with ladies who fully love you, and they only fully love you because they fully know you, you're missing out on community. And, and I pray that you would not find rest or peace being lonely, but that you would pursue community with all your heart because it is the body of Christ. And, and that, that you would be miserable. I, I f- quite frankly pray that you would be miserable without community. That you would be lonely and be brought to your knees and to the point where you say, gosh, I need what this guy's talking about. I need community. And that, so the purest community, there's all kinds of communities, but the purest, most holy, righteous community is the body of Christ. But just because someone owns a Bible or they're wearing a shirt with a cross on it or they got an ichthus on their car, that don't mean that don't mean they're trustworthy. You can't just trust anybody because people are, are not trustworthy. So I don't entrust myself to everybody. In fact, the Bible says, look at this look this up. Many believed in him, him being Jesus, but he did not entrust himself to them. Jesus had an inner circle as well. And maybe that's where I get my number. Jesus had three, Peter, James, and John. And they were in the inner circle. And then the next the next three, well, trusted them a little bit less than Peter, James, and John. And then the next three trusted them a little bit less. And at the end of the list is, is Judas Iscariot. So Jesus worked in fire teams. And um, four fire teams made up, he had a, a, a squad. <laughs> I think that's how, yeah, squad is 12. And then and then they didn't have a platoon or a company, but anyways, that's infantry language. We have to be in the fight. That's why I use war for a fighting language. Women have to be surrounded with women. Men have to be surrounded with men. And then they come together as a larger community group and confess sins one to another so that they can be healed. And within the community group, if the whole community group fully loves each other because they fully know each other, that's what I'm talking about. I mean, there shouldn't be any fear in the group. And here's what fear looks like. Well, if they know something about me, they might think different of me. That's a that's a black and white um, lie from the enemy. That we would be afraid of people, what they might think if they knew us. That's a lie. Okay? Now, match that with what I just said about you can't trust everybody. Yeah, that's, that's why I... That's why I only dial in three to everything, including things that they would not know about my marriage unless I unless I got super vulnerable and, and, and um, told them. And the reason why I dial in those 
three to the deepest areas is so that they know how to pray for me. If they don't know how to pray for me, they will not be praying for me. If they don't know exactly how to pray for me, which is the deepest parts, then they won't be able to pray. That's why they get to go all the way in. Into my soul. That's why I've let them all the way in to the vulnerable parts, um, to the embarrassing parts, the shameful parts. And they remind me that there is no shame, there's no fear in Christ. And it's reciprocal. My, our, our posture in, in bigger community groups should be well, if somebody asks me a question, I'm going to answer it because I got no secrets. Right. In the end, we we the fear generation philosophy is we only fear God, we don't fear man. Okay, and the freedom vision philosophy is we're going to sit down with guys, we're going to sit down with gals, and take them on the path to freedom, to the land flowing with milk and honey, to to the Canaan. Once we've left Egypt and have wandered in the wilderness, and then slain some giants on the way we're going to be in this place called the land of milk and honey and it's a beautiful beautiful place that comes years after leaving Egypt it's the dark night of the soul the dark night of the soul is this valley and then on the other side of that valley is is Canaan is the land flowing with milk and honey it's, it's freedom beyond freedom it's salvation beyond salvation. It's wonderful. It's being fully known in community. It's being fully loved. And I just pray that you get there. If you need more details on how to get there, just call me. Okay, shoot me an email. Twitter me. Leave a message. Message me on SoundCloud. I mean, there's Instagram. Right? There's no... We just don't have Facebook. We'll never have Facebook. Because um, I can't handle it. All right. I've ran this rant... Too long. Love you guys. Bye.